You are about to listen to The Millionaire's Word, brought to you by the Wonder Cathedral of Action Chapel International, Adenta Branch. This message will equip the contemporary Christian with nuggets of wisdom for today's world. Stay tuned and God bless you. Oh, put your hand together, church. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't understand why we should dance. But if you come to that understanding, you'll be one with David that I will dance and expose my private part if only it glorifies God. Hallelujah. Do you know that today is the Sunday of May? Can you look back and look at the first Sunday of May and God has kept you up to today? Sometimes you think that it's your strength or it's your pockets because you were able to afford very hard drugs. But I came to announce to you that it is by grace. If you know it is by grace, you will not sit down but dance and glorify God. It's by grace. It is by grace. I said by grace. It is by grace. Hallelujah. Oh, oh. Just a few days ago, a very good friend of mine in his prime just passed on. I said, what happens? How come? Then they said, he didn't even know that he had BP. He woke up one morning and said, there's a pain on the chest. While they were preparing to go to hospital, in the taxi, the man passed on. You are here. I said, you are here. I said, you are here. I said, you are here. You don't have any hand in the breath that you are breathing. You don't have any hand. It's the grace of God. Today we are seeing the last Sunday of May. It called for a dance. I, I need another dance. I need another dance. I need another dance. Uh, please, join me to dance to glorify God. Let us dance. Let us appreciate God and say to God that it is by your grace we are what we are. Sometimes you think that it is by your certificate. Somebody has more qualification than you, but he's dead. He's dead. I know a man who doesn't sign CD check. He signed dollar checks. He's dead. And you are here. There's nothing in your account. If it is money, if it is money, you'll be dead and gone a long time. It is not about your money. There is somebody who won the beauty queen. He's dead. If you think it's your beauty, you would have been died by now. You'd have died by now. It is the grace of God. I want somebody to dance in style to glorify God this morning. Please give us a danceable song. A danceable song. A danceable song. Yes. Me pasa usa Are you dancing? Oh, just imagine you have come before Christ. And your dancing should express your heart. Oh. Ah. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. 
ma ahoke kabin kanja nyame sautonu ah somebody give the lord a dance oh nyame ayabia ma yen wate eh ya ho adin ya kayawu enye ya ho adin bi nyame ay bebere amaye Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, oh Lord. We have come this far because of your love. It is not our strength. It is not how nice we look. A certain grace is at work. A certain grace is at work. A certain grace is at work. Let's give God a thanks and appreciation. Ah, Davida, you have life. You have breath. You have food to eat. Something to wear and a place to sleep. It is not your strength. It is the grace of God. Hey! Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Some trust in horses, others in chariots, some in four by four. Some in their mansions. Obi passport mwa yema wo tu kwa sa mi mwa yema wa kambo so three. Of course, said the number of time he had traveled is a mark for him. Ah, did you see it? There was an American flight from Accra to Washington. On the Atlantic Ocean, one gospel musician died. Did you hear it? But you are alive. I said you are alive. You are alive. It is not by your strength. Put your hand together and take your seat. The Lord is on our side. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. The senior bishop gave some statistics this morning. 
said, during and after COVID, a research was conducted by Harvard University, one of the best universities in the world, and the results were striking that after COVID, the church will lose 25% of its membership. After COVID, 25%. So what it means is that every church will downsize to about 75%. Now, let's talk about the 75% left in the church. Out of this 75% in the church, 10% would not be regular in church. So we are talking about 65%. Out of the 65%, a good portion would not be active. Now, look at yourself. And tell yourself, am I active? Am I part of the inactive church? Ask yourself. Ask yourself. Ask yourself. Ask yourself. The church after COVID is going to reduce to 65%. Out of the 65% who claim to be members of the church, a good number will not be active on and off. Come to church today, come to church next week, and then go on holidays. Now, if you take a look at the back, this church used to be full, and even the galleries. When I see the church, the chairs at the galleries, I ask myself, where are those who occupy those chairs? Now, even where you are sitting, every other chair, every other seat is empty. Ask yourself, where are those who used to sit there? What is happening? And so the message that is coming, listen to it in good faith. Don't bear me grudge. I'm only a mouthpiece of the Holy Spirit. If you have anything, tackle the Holy Spirit and ask him to give you an about ten. Hallelujah. Now let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have come together. We start in your name. We go through in your name. And we pray that your spirit will brood over us. That at the end of today's church service, you give us a conviction in our spirits as to how to do a comeback to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I'm coming to you with a message. What is your spiritual temperature? Your spiritual temperature. Let's turn our Bibles to Revelation chapter 3. Start reading from verse 14. Revelation 3 verse 14. Are we there? Good. We can read together. And to the church, and the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things say the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. The beginning of the creation of God. The spirit of God is speaking. Verse 15. That I know your works. That you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So what it means is that the 65% left in the church. We have those who stand in the place of 
hotness and those who stand in coldness. But my problem now is not about those who are hot or those who are cold. My problem is those who are in between. Let's move on. Verse 16. So then, because you are lukewarm, I didn't invent this word. It means you are not hot. You are not cold. You are in between. You are lukewarm. You are lukewarm. You are lukewarm. Those who drink, I didn't mention what kind of drink. Those who drink, they will prefer a hot tea or a cold beer. Not a room temperature Coke. They will look warm. You understand? If I will drink tea, I want it hot. If I want Fanta, or if I may be a drinker, I want to drink it cold when the bottle is sweating. I, I, I hardly come across people who are drinking normal beer bottle straight from the factory. That's the lukewarm beer. So this morning, I want us to do a diagnosis and find out whether we are cold or we are hot. If you are cold, fine, stay there. You may decide to stay there. If you are hot, you may decide to stay there. But woe unto you if you are lukewarm. The Bible says, so then, because you are lukewarm, listen to what happens to lukewarmness. Another cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. The letter that is left in the church, some are hot, some are cold. The in-between, there is a vomiting coming, <laughs> and very soon you will see yourself in it. Verse 17, because you say I am rich and have, and have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, church, you can be rich and still wretched. You can be rich and wear all the designer clothes, but in the realms of the spirit, you are a wretched person. What makes you wretched? Look, womanness. Look, womanness. So ask yourself, after COVID, what has been my attitude towards church? Is it a hot one or it's the cold one? So, what all this scripture is saying, that the Spirit of God made a spiritual scan on the church of Laodicea. And it came out that they had a spiritual infection called lukewarmness. The church was sick with lukewarmness. And, and I, I will pray that you do a personal introspection. To find out whether you belong to the cold guys or the hot guys. If you say that you are cold, I will kindly plead with you to rest at home. If you are hot, I will pray with you to ignite the fire in you more. But if you are cold, you need treatment. You need treatment. You need treatment. But let's, let's, let's go back to verse 15 and check something. It says, I know your works. So your hotness or your coldness depends on your works. You may be very frequent in church, but your works. 
You may be very vocal in church by your works. You may give so much to the church by your works. You may play in the church by your works. What do we mean by works? I checked. It is not about physically applying yourself to, if you are sweeping, apply physical strength in sweeping the church. It's important. It's very necessary. We cannot sit in faith. But it's not about physical application of strength. Works as I checked. Number one means commitment. Number two means dedication. Number three means zeal. Zeal. Number four means sacrifice. These four things put together in the Greek word use, ergo, means works. Your works will make you cold or hot. The same work will make you look warm. Look warm. Today you are in church. It takes another three months to surface again in church. Even those who are regular in church, they are in church because they are coming to meet a business partner. They are in church because they want to please somebody. They are in church because they have targeted a faith that they want to see all the time. They are in church because they promised somebody he will come. Lukewarmness. What is it? Lukewarmness. Are you lukewarm? Ask yourself, have I been lukewarm? Have I been lukewarm? The 65% of the church remaining. Am I part of those who are lukewarm? Am I part of them? I don't show commitment in church. I am not dedicated to the service of God. When they come to zeal, I am off. Off the grid. I'm off. You belong to a particular tribe. The tribe members look for you. They can't find you. On the group platform, you don't even show up. There's nothing really about you that shows that you are a member of the church, a body of Christ. But you know that oh, you have been in church for a long time. Some even said, oh, we built this side. Yes. He said that you may be rich and, and wealthy, but you don't know that you are still wretched and blind. How will you be blind? By lukewarmness. How will you be wretched? By lukewarmness. Why The church, we don't know whether you are with us or you are not with us. I didn't come to prophesy that heaven will open for you. I didn't come to prophesy that you go to America. Americans are even suffering now. I didn't come to prophesy that you have a marriage. I didn't have to prophesy that you sign a fall check. I came to tell you that there is a sickness that's affecting the church. Are you part of it? Are you? Spiritual infection. Lukewarmness. Am I what you do? Look, sometimes, ask yourself the last time you prayed a fire prayer. If you don't remember, then you are lukewarm. Let's take a few minutes to go through what is lukewarmness. Number one, 
Number one. Lukewarmness is a slow poison that kills you slowly. Slowly. It kills you spiritually. Spiritual death. Lukewarmness. If lukewarmness attacks you, it's just like a slow poison in your body. It won't kill you today. Gradually, gradually, it is destroying some body organs in you. And one day, eventually, you will fall off. When you are lukewarm, you die slowly. Your spiritual zeal, your dedication to God, not to the church. The church is only an outward manifestation that you are committed to the things of God. It is an outward evidence that you belong to the body of Christ. Fellowshipping. So when a poison affects somebody, you know what it does? It changes the body metabolism of the individual. So if your heart must function this way, because the poison has introduced a foreign material in your bloodstream, it changes the way your heart functions. That's how poison works. If your blood circulation should be this way, poison comes to change the direction. And you feel within you that ah, something is wrong. Lukewarmness will give you a slow death. Today I am in church. Next week I don't feel like coming. The other day you are in church. The other day you don't feel like coming. Your activities and your presence in church is intermittent. If you check them. And so gradually, the body function, if it is your lungs that gives you the power to breathe, if it is your liver that gives you the power to purify your blood, if it is your eyeball that gives you the power to see, begins to die slowly. It's the same thing in the realms of the spirit. When you have a spiritual poison, one, it begins to affect your spirits. Once your spirit is affected, it affects your soul. And, oh, sorry, I don't feel like going to church. Then it communicates to your body that I am tired. Then you decide and resolve. And I mean, quite sorry. The poison is working. It continues. I'm telling you, after three months, after three months, your zeal for church dies completely. That's a slow poison. It won't kill you instantly, but it kills you gradually. If you are this type, if you are this type, all you need is to get the poison out of your body. How? By what the doctors call dialysis. Dr. Topra is here. If I'm wrong, he'll tell me. Dialysis. A spiritual dialysis is the word of God I'm preaching to you. That it will help you take out the poison in your body. 
and gave you a fresh blood. Yadache. I'm sorry. Not Yakonyam, no far remote, no aso TV. Na Otia Obi preaching. Na Otia Obi preaching. A lukewarm person is one who values another church preaching than his own church. A lukewarm Christian is one who, who, who values another pastor than his own pastor. Spiritual poison. Number two. Lukewarmness is a disease. It's a disease. It's a disease. It's a disease. And in most cases, the diseases will start as symptoms. If I have fever, it's more likely that it's a sign of malaria. So fever becomes the symptoms of malaria. If I have headache, it could be a symptom of something else but once the something is that it means there's a root cause church lukewarmness is the disease called pride pride there is nothing that maybe no asofo okan e be ni perfect the other time bishop was talking about people who insult him and i felt for him If for any reason church delays for 10 minutes, yeah, when you need a child, you better do a time, sir. I'm sorry, I'm crazy. I'm point them. That same person can sit at the beer by 10 p.m. No, go for it. None of you in my channel. We did five minutes extra. I'm sorry. This is a sign of lukewarmness. You are not sold out to the church. You are sold in. To be sold in means one leg is in the church, the other leg is outside. But sold out is that full dedication, commitment, dedication, zeal, and sacrifice. If it's not there, you are lukewarm. 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 So, when you see this disease in your body, what do you do? The doctors will tell you early diagnosis and early treatment. That's it. Hey, people have cancer. Once you're able to diagnose in time and start some treatment in time, you get over it. But if you wait for it to affect the internal organ, it changes the body function. And you only need life support machine. Very little can, can be done to help you. So what we are doing in church this morning is that if you have been part of that small group of the 65% left in the church, watch out. You may be having a disease that could be a poison running through your system. And the danger is it. Let me tell you the danger. Let me tell you the danger. The danger is that you are having a disease in your body and you don't know. 
and you are walking about as a normal person. But the Bible calls you the living dead. Living dead. Take me to verse 1. Revelation 3, 1. Take me to verse 1, quickly. Verse 1, let me see something. Verse 1. Are we there? And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, this thing say he who has seven spirit of God and the seven stars, I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. This is a dangerous place to be, church. That you are working, but then you are, it means the little thing you fall down, you get up. Walking dead. You are alive, but you are dead. Many of us are alive sitting here, but in the realms of the spirit. Because of lukewarmness and the diseases we have contained, we are dead. And do a turn back to God. If you sit here, hear this, and you are still hard-heartened, I'm telling you that we are speaking to the spiritual dead. Don't allow this to happen to you. Don't allow this to happen to you. Look, anybody you see sleeping in church is spiritually dead. If Obete won't change from Sapemono. Obete won't change us or die from Sapemono. Catch us and wake up from this. It's a sign of spiritual lukewarmness. No, you say we don't have to. Dress the words. Sometimes we dress them. Sometimes I always tell God anytime I come to preach that God, I am only a mouthpiece. Use me for the people. So I say it. Sometimes after preaching, you even forget what you said. Look, womanness. When you are sleeping in church, look, womanness. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. But do you know my prayer for you? Any sickness the devil has deposited in your body, any poison running through your spiritual veins, by this preaching as a spiritual dialysis, let that poison be flushed out. Yes. Any seed of sickness or disease and attack that will lower your body temperature. So you move from hotness to lukewarmness. Let that seed flash out. Oh, I say, let it flash out. Let it flash out. I receive it. But now I am saying that any seed of lukewarmness that will make Christ vomit you out, let that seed come out. Yeah, but Papa, Christ is coming. Now, over here, my Kumako, no, I'm a pastor, but I'm not a Nico, I'm a pastor, kingdom, so not Nico, a draw, so I see you are disqualified. God forbid. That's the reason why we are telling you this this morning. That if you weigh yourself, man, know thyself, that you are lukewarm, turn back and come to Christ. Turn back. Turn back. Turn back. Turn back. Sorry, late. Catch and say you are lukewarm. I'm giving you the statistics of lukewarmness. 
lukewarm. It means there is a poison or a disease running through your system. You need to flush it out. You need to. And you are full of complaints about the church. Hey, it's the symptom of lukewarmness. Be careful. Be careful. Church, I'll do a 40-day, 40-night fast to rekindle my fire. Because it can cause you to be disqualified. I'm tempting, tempted to talk about disqualification, but I won't talk about it now. The right time will come. But make sure that your days and times and hours, minutes and seconds you spend here will not be a waste. No. 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 Number three. Lukewarmness is a battle that we should fight. It's a battle. Time, Nusha. I have a lot to tell you about lukewarmness. It will frighten you as a Christian. It will change your perspective. It will change your thinking. It will change you that a what time I saw sorry, you can decide even not to take your bath and come to church like that because you don't want to be late. Lukewarmness is a battle. I was reading a book. I said, lukewarmness is a struggle. I said, hey, people are struggling with lukewarmness. Yeah. If lukewarmness is a struggle, all I have to do is to wrestle with it. But it goes beyond struggle. It's a battle that you have to fight. It's a battle that you have to fight. If you are fighting with lukewarmness, and never by sorry, you know what I'm sorry, you can't buy one poor woman fasting. There's nothing the church does that you are involved. All you do is coming on Sunday, and then that's all. And to the next week, the next two weeks, or next month, nothing is heard about you. Be careful. You are, you are, you are, you, you are battling with lukewarmness. Let me quickly mention these three and we'll go. How people face and, 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 and handle look battle. Number one, three ways to, to handle your battle. Three ways. Number one is to flee from it. Run away from the battle. Just run away from it. You know it's a fight, but run away from it. Okay? Run away from it. The time is so short. Ah, God, have mercy. I don't know if we shall continue next week. To run away from your battle. He who runs away, fight another day. It will come back to you. How will it come back? You see, don't let lukewarmness drop you from the race. Don't. Don't. If you see anybody sending messages on the phone in church, the person is lukewarm. The person is lukewarm. The person is battling. Oh, God have mercy. It's a battle. Number one. First King chapter 19. Just watch this. Watch it. Let this minister to you. First King 19, 1. And Ahab told Jezebel. Jezebel was Ahab's wife. All that Elijah had done. What did Elijah do? Elijah commanded fire from heaven to consume the sacrifice on the altar. 
the stones, the altar, everything was consumed in that fire. An outstanding miracle. You didn't see that. And then after the miracle, and he told all he has done, and also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. He did not just do the miracle, he also killed the prophet of Baal. Verse 2. Verse 2. So, then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah. He said, what you have done to the prophet, like, like wait and see by tomorrow morning, I've, I've also not killed you. So, Elijah was facing a battle with that little woman called Jezebel. I took my time to read about Jezebel. If I can give you the nature of Jezebel, she was a little stature. Jezebel. This is the woman Elijah, the prophet of God, was running away from. If there's anything called Jezebel of lukewarmness, don't run away from her. Fight her. Lukewarmness. After this word, I want to see a turnaround in church. I want to see a turnaround. Yadache. Sleeping for too long. Verse 3. Verse 3. Verse 3. And when he saw that, he rose and ran for his life. A whole prophet of God. A whole member of Action Chapel. A whole deacon and deaconess. A whole elder. A whole prayer warrior. A whole pastor. You I'm talking to. Because of this little thing, you have run away from church. Lying in bed to watch somebody preach on telly. And you think you are a Christian. Christianity without fellowship. It's like soup without onion. The women understand. The women understand. Don't call yourself a Christian and sleep and stay at home and think that the Holy Spirit, somebody told me that for Christianity, it is in the heart, it's not in the church. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Christianity is about fellowship. Come to church. I was telling the first service, when Moses went to God, 40 day, 49, when he came back, the light of God was shining upon him. And so his own people couldn't recognize him. Because God's light was upon him. When you come to church and you close and you go home, the countenance, the light of God is shining upon you. Even witches see you and they see that there is a certain light around you. Staying in church is important. So he was running away. And God said, move to verse 16. Verse 16 for me. Verse 13, sorry, verse 13. Move to 13 for me. 13, quickly, quickly. So it was when Elijah heard this, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of a cave. Running away from a battle with a witch. Verse 16, let's see what happened. 16, let's see what happened. Quickly. <laughs> and God said to him, Hey, Elijah. Put your name there. Hey, Adubotri. Ha. Go back. Anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, as king of Israel. 
Does it end there? No. Because you are running away from this battle, go back and anoint Elisha. Anoint him as a prophet in your place. Because he was running away from a battle, he has lost his position as the prophet of God. Don't lose your position. Don't drop out of church. Don't lose your position. Don't leave it for somebody to take your place while you sit. Don't. Don't. Number two, how to handle battles. I'll do this quickly so that we close. I promise you, we are closing. Number two, you can ignore the battle. If you think lukewarmness is a battle that you don't respect, you can ignore it. Oh, yes, she. You ignore the battle. When David ignored a small battle, a battle of adultery, he fell to a young girl. He fell. He fell. 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 Second Samuel chapter eleven. Second Samuel eleven. Don't ignore the battle against lukewarmness. Don't. 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 It happened in the spring of the year at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servant with him, and all Israel, and they destroyed them. Blah 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 blah. Verse two. Verse two. Now watch this. If you want to ignore. The battle. Watch this. David knew that he had a problem with adultery. He had a sexual weakness, but he had decided to ignore it. See what happens. That it happened one evening that he arose from bed and walked the roof of the king's house. And from the roof, he saw a woman. A Yahua and a Miyankai to end there. blow tongues to cancel and nullify it. But he kept watching. Then he would turn as if nothing was happening. Then he remembered that the woman was fair. Then he turned again and he watched. And then he said, oh, this one doesn't matter. Then he turned again and said, oh, okay, I've seen her top. Let me see her down. And then eventually he slept with her. Don't ignore it. Hey, lukewarmness is a battle we're all fighting with. Try and fight it and overcome it. Don't think that, oh, after this one, yes, she. Don't. 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 Finally, finally, we are done. We are done, okay? Fight it. The first one who said, flee from it. Second one said, face off, it means ignore it. The last one is, fight it. Look, communists, fight it. Fight it. Verse 1 Samuel 17. 1 Samuel 17, 29. Let's, let's, let's end quickly. Let's end quickly. 1 Samuel 17, 29. There was a battle in Israel. A battle. And when Saul and all his men had run away, David, a small man who had come there not to fight, but to deliver a message to his brothers, came and heard all the rubbish of Goliath. And then he said, what have I done now? Is there not a cause? I want you to recognize one thing, that there is a cause to fight the battle of lukewarmness. I have said it. You have heard it. I didn't say you receive blessing. You receive money, breakthroughs, and miracles. So the place is quiet. But I have given you 
a spiritual vaccination that will kill the spiritual infection called testimony uh, or called uh, um, um, lukewarmness in you. If after today, your life, your church, your service, and your dedication to God does not change, all you need is a life support machine. I've told you. And God knows that I have delivered the message. If there is time next week, we will continue. And you will see how dangerous it is to stay lukewarm. Do you know something? When you have a disease in you, and you don't know you are sick, and you are walking about unconcerned, you can drop dead anytime. May this word bring you to a place of increase. May this word bring a turnaround, a revival in the church. Let there be a revival in your soul, your body, and your spirit. Let the devil see you and see the hand of God upon you. Let the fire burn all around you. You are the reason why your family is safe and secured in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Put your hand together. From today, lukewarmness will die out of your life. If it is a seed in you, it will be flushed out. That point of lukewarmness will flush out, 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 will flush out. Let the Spirit of God make you a new person. In Jesus' name, amen. Now put your hand together for the senior bishop. Do it better, do it better, do it better, do it better. Thank you for listening to the Millionaire's Word. This is Action Chapel International, Wonder Cathedral, Adenta, the Millionaire's Church. Kindly visit us this and every Sunday for any of our two services. Our early morning service is from 7am to 8.30am and the second service, which is a Chi and English service, is from 9.15am to 11.30am. You may locate us on the Dodua Road, 200 meters from the Adenta Barrier, opposite the Puma Filling Station. For prayer counseling and further inquiries, please reach us on 0244-675561 or 0244-686841.